Hey, everybody. I'm your host, Gene Marks, and this is season two of the Paychecks Business Series podcast. I'm a certified public accountant, regular business columnist for a bunch of publications you may know, like The Guardian and The Washington Times and The Philadelphia Inquirer and The Hill and for anyway, a bunch of places. But most importantly, uh, as you're aware, I'm a small business owner of a financial and technology management services company, and I've teamed up with Paychex, the leading provider of human resources, payroll benefits, and insurance services to bring you real-life stories and advice from real-life business owners and experts. Last season, we talked about the challenges associated with COVID-19, and this season, we're focusing on moving forward, innovating, navigating the road to recovery. My special guest today is Noah Breslow. Noah is the CEO of OnDeck, which is a, a which is a company. OnDeck.com provides online financing uh, to small and medium-sized businesses. Noah and I have spoken before in the past, so I'm excited to get in here on this podcast as well. I have lots of questions for him. Noah, thanks for uh, coming on. Hey, thanks so much, Gene. It's great to be here. What is OnDeck? <laughs> great question. Um, so OnDeck uh, was founded actually back in 2006. Um, with, with really a very straightforward mission. Uh, we were all about using technology to help small businesses access the financing they need to grow and prosper. And back in that time frame, that was really a new concept. Everyone at the time assumed uh, you, know, you would go into a bank branch to get a loan. And we really uh, sort of helped launch an industry of online financing options for small business owners. And today, uh, when you look at the small business market, you know, uh, I think it's nearly 40% now of small business owners have either accessed or applied for a loan online. So we serve uh, really uh, the businesses that are typically have been in the past too small for a, for a bank to be as interested in. Uh, these are your main street businesses, your doctors, your dry cleaners, your restaurants. And, uh, and these businesses were typically looking to borrow smaller amounts of money. Um, maybe they weren't in business as long as sort of a, a larger firm that a bank might be doing business with. And uh, we started the company really to focus on this customer and use technology to provide them an outstanding experience. It's a real alternative. And, and OnDeck is part of a, it's an enormous industry of online you know, lenders and financers. Um, some of them have kind of fallen from the wayside. The stronger and better ones have, have not only survived, but thrived by providing great service to their customers like you guys do. Um, but I, first of all, I don't want to mislead any businesses. I mean, it's not as if you can just you know, get a loan right away. I mean, there are certain minimum requirements usually for for a business is that correct absolutely yeah it's uh no th this is certainly not uh you know financing come one come all and and there are no requirements to apply um you know the, the businesses that survive in online lending have to have good credit standards and good credit management and so um you know the way our models work is we look at the cash flow and history of a business to make our credit decision. Um, and we look at that even more than we look at the owner's personal credit profile, but that means that we can't lend to startups. Uh, we need a business that has a track record. Um, our minimum cutoffs are about one year uh, for time in business. Um, and we need to see some revenue activity, you know, flowing through that business. And so typically in the past, that cutoff's been around $100,000 a year in annual revenue, although we do have a few uh, variants of our products that go a little bit lower than that. So, um, you know, those are sort of the two most basic requirements, a separate business bank account. Um, and, and most of our customers are incorporated. Some are sole proprietors, but uh, the vast majority at this point are, are incorporated businesses. So if I wanted to apply for a loan from OnDeck, am I, uh, first of all, am I, am I dealing with any humans during the process or is it mostly just an online experience? Um, you know, it, it's mostly an online experience, um, but, but actually having human support for that experience we've found over the years is a, is a really important thing for our customers and a really big differentiator for OnDeck versus some other players out there. But applying is very straightforward. You go to ondeck.com. 
Um, you can find your way very easily to the apply uh, button on our website. And it's an online application that takes, you know, five to 10 minutes to fill out. You'll need your tax ID. You'll need your social security number, very much as if you were applying for a small business credit card. Um, and then we do have a team of uh, sales and customer support representatives who work with our customers to guide them through the process from there. Um, but, but really, it is, it, it's a technology-driven process, but you have as much human interaction as you want or need to make sure you're making an informed decision. Got it. How long does the application process normally take? How long does an approval process normally take? Yeah, the application itself is, is quite reasonable. It's, it's you know, five to 10 minutes if you have all the information handy. We do ask you for um, information from your small business checking uh, account. Um, that can come in the form of either an electronic enrollment of the, of the account, which takes just a couple minutes. Um, alternatively, you can upload PDF statements from that account, um, which also just takes a couple minutes now if you have online banking, which just about every small business owner does. The approval decision can take anywhere from minutes for smaller loans to hours for kind of medium-sized loans and maybe a day or two for larger loans. We go up as far as $500,000 in terms of the maximum amount we're willing to lend. But, you know, from our customers' perspective, uh, we're generally as fast as they need us to be. Um, and uh, we're able to get them a decision very quickly. And, and, it, and it values their time, the entire process. Instead of waiting weeks or months to um, figure out if you have a loan offer from your bank, uh, you can find out if OnDeck has an offer for you in, in an hour or, or a day or two, um, and then make a really informed decision about whether that's the right offer for you or whether you want to look at other options. How about collateral now? Am I, are these loans unsecured? Um, so they actually all uh, do carry a personal guarantee, but they're typically not secured by specific assets within the business. So um, for larger loans, we file an all assets lien on the business, uh, just like uh, many other lenders uh, would. And, um, you know, on the flip side, uh, you know, the personal guarantee is also a very, a very standard thing as well. So they're secured in that sense, but it's not like we're securing them by typical, uh, by, by specific pieces of equipment within the business. Okay. So let's address the biggest issue about online lending is that has to be costs and interest rates, right? So yep. that's what, that's what I hear uh, that, you know, people are going to be getting a loan. The, the, the turnaround sounds great. The, you know, your approval sounds fast, just a personal guarantee. It's much quicker than loans, but, um, but, but, but costs are higher. So speak to me about that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the process savings uh, and time savings for a business owner is real and business owners value their time. Uh, you know, at, at usually $150 an hour is kind of the average. Obviously certain business owners like doctors will value their time, uh, you know, even, even higher. Um, so we save business owners a lot of time, but the rates are more expensive. The risk is higher in the population uh, that we serve. So um, there is that trade-off. I think one of the things that I'm really proud of in terms of on deck is we pioneered along with a group of others in our industry, a standard called SmartBox. So SmartBox is sort of like the um, standard box you see when you apply for a consumer credit card, but it's for small business loans. And what it does is it spells out the cost of the money uh, in both, you know, kind of dollars as well as in APR and rate. Um, and it's clearly provided with every on-deck loan offer so business owners can make an informed decision. And so because the costs are higher, we definitely, you know, believe that business owners shouldn't be consolidating other forms of debt onto an on-deck loan. But on the flip side, if they have a project that has a clear return on investment, uh, the on-deck loans will make a ton of sense. Yeah, that, I'm going to get back to that in a minute with the, with the projects and where these things make sense. But are you, and you don't have to answer this no, you know, straight out, but are you, are you comfortable at least giving us an idea of what those costs would be? I mean, are interest rates higher than a credit card advance, lower? You know, just what would somebody expect to be paying? 
Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, when OnDeck entered the industry, the only non-bank alternative for these types of businesses um, was a credit card cash advance. And those prices actually from an APR perspective were in the triple digits, um, you know, so, so literally 100, 150% plus. Um, OnDeck's APRs today are around the 40% range, um, but we have APRs that are as low as the, the teens. Um, and, and they go up even higher than 40% for our riskiest customers. Now, part of that is due to the shorter term of our loans. And as term comes down, the dollar cost of interest you pay goes down as well, but the APR goes up. That's the way the amortizing loan calculation works. So a typical on-deck loan might be you borrow a dollar, you pay that dollar back over the course of six months with about 10 cents of interest, and then that would map to a 40% annualized rate. But the way our customers think about it is you take a dollar of financing, you pay back 10 cents of interest, and let's say you're buying inventory and selling that dollar uh, of, of inventory for $2 at retail, you know, there's a positive ROI on that transaction, even with the financing costs. So you mentioned inventory, you mentioned short-term financings, you know, there, there are certain types of projects that you might be doing where just when the ROI is there, it, it, makes, it makes sense to do something like this rather than having to go through a longer process with a bank. So based on some of the customers that you've had, and you guys have had a lot, what, you know, can you give me some examples of, uh, you know, what, what types of projects, what types of, you know, examples of financing would actually, where it would make sense where you, you might be paying an annualized rate of 40%, but it wouldn't be that much, obviously, if mm -hmm. it's a short term mm -hmm. um, loan, but where would it make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. It, it's really anything that has kind of that clear line of sight and call it, you know, within 12 months, within 24 months, our loans go as long as three years, but, but the vast majority of our customers take a loan that's six or 12 months in, in length. And uh, so projects like, like buying inventory, as I mentioned, you buy inventory, um, you sell it at a markup. And if you turn that inventory fast enough, there's a clear ROI there. Um, projects like investing in new equipment. Um, think of a, uh, a bar owner who serves uh, drinks in their bar, but they want to add a light snacks menu. And so they invest in an oven, right? So there's additional revenue that comes from that, um, you know, kind of stream of food orders that comes in for the business. Um, that would then sort of uh, justify the cost of the on-deck loan and, and getting them that oven uh, earlier. Um, marketing expense, when there's a clear ROI on your marketing dollars, think of like a LASIK eye surgeon who knows that if they invest a certain amount in marketing, they get a certain amount of patience. Um, the on-deck uh, loans can provide uh, you know, a mechanism for them to invest more dollars in marketing and in turn bring in more patience and more profit to their business. Um, opening a new location, uh, is another one that we've seen. You have two successful hair salons. You want to open a third, but you need startup costs, but it won't take you, you know, many, many years to make that hair salon productive. Hiring seasonal workers is another very common one. So as you can see, you know, there's a ton of different use cases for these types of loans. Um, and the ones I described are what we call offensive use cases. It's when your business is on its front foot and, and it's growing. Um, but we've also seen use cases that are a little bit more defensive, like you run a restaurant and your refrigerator breaks and you need to fix it and you don't have the luxury or maybe you need to replace that refrigerator and you don't have the luxury of waiting, you know, three months to get approved for a loan uh, from a bank. So, uh, you know, really there are generally offensive uses where it makes the most sense when you're growing your business. There's a few defensive uses, uses as well where the on-deck loan makes a lot of sense as well. Do you see a lot of your clients using um, you know, on-deck loans as a, as a bridge loan or even as a, as a stepping stone to having a more traditional banking relationship? Yeah, we've seen some of that over the years, actually. I mean, I think we play a really important role for that business that is not a startup anymore. It's getting established. 
they're figuring out their business model, but they're still probably a little bit too risky for a bank. Maybe the owner you know, took on personal credit card debt to get that business off the ground, or uh, they don't have three years of, of filed tax returns yet. And uh, you know, so OnDeck is sort of filling that middle part of the journey. And actually, we're very happy when our customers graduate, uh, potentially, and get more traditional financing. Um, so that, that, that is uh, something that happens all the time. A customer might start with on deck and let's say they're doing 500,000 or a million dollars in revenue. They stay with us for a few years, grow that business to 2 million, 4 million, 5 million in revenue. And then all of a sudden they're starting to get to a size where they can access financing from more traditional sources. Now, many customers do stay with us because they like the speed and convenience and the service that we offer, but we absolutely uh, love to see our customers growing. Uh, that's really our number one objective and, and then accessing other sources. Um, final point on the bridge uh, concept as well, have seen some use cases where uh, the SBA loans, um, obviously that are government guaranteed, um, are what our business owner is seeking, but the SBA approval process can take a very long time. And so we have seen some folks use a short-term on-deck financing option, almost as a bridge to an SBA loan. Um, you know, and under the right circumstances, that makes a lot of sense as well. You know, honestly, 10, 15 years ago, you know, this stuff just didn't exist. And, and yet now on deck is part of a, you know, a, you know, a multi-billion dollar industry mm -hmm. of, of lenders that are doing this online. What's, what's changed? And, and what do you tell a business owner, Noah, that's, listen, the average age of the U.S. business owner is about 52 years old. So, you know, for a lot of people running businesses, they're, they're not familiar with this. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's a different concept. So what has changed? What do you tell that business owner um, when, they're, when they're presented with this sort of new way of getting financing? You're absolutely right, Gene. You know, a, a couple things to unpack in that question. And first is, why is this happening now? What, what's coming of age to enable online lending to be so successful and become this, uh, you know, larger industry now? Um, and, and a lot of it has to do with the use of electronic data. Um, you know, if you think back to when on deck got started 2006, 2007, at the time, I think it was only 45 or 50% of small business owners used online banking. And if you think about where we are today, you know, that number is probably 98, 99% of small business owners are banking online. And so that adoption of online banking is one of the underpinnings that allows companies like OnDeck to get the data we need efficiently uh, to underwrite a loan uh, in, in hours. Um, the other piece of it is the, the data footprint of businesses has expanded. So it's not just the presence of online banking, but the credit bureau data about small businesses has gotten much better. The social and government data footprint of these businesses has gotten better. And now you're seeing payments and accounting system data. And even, you know, we're on the Paychex podcast here. Uh, you know, Paychex, uh, payroll data is also a data source that online lenders can use to make faster and more efficient decisions. So I think it's that explosion in electronic data that has really allowed this industry to flourish. Now, you're absolutely right. Our business owners skew a little bit older than the average population. The average on-deck customer has been in business eight, nine years. And so when you think about that, that means they've been running a business for eight, nine years. They probably didn't start running that business, you know, right away in their career. So it is pushing our customers' uh, average age towards the numbers you talked about, uh, probably early 50s, late 40s. Sounds about right. And so there, it's been a lot to do with trust. We, we focused a lot in the early days on our background, our board members. We were backed by blue chip investors. We were the first online lender to securitize our products, first online lender to, to go public. And so a lot of those trust and proof points were important for our customers to understand that even though they hadn't heard of on deck, like they had heard of 
say a bank that had been around for a hundred years that we were trustworthy. They could trust us with their data, trust us to be, you know, financial stewards with them and, uh, and, and engage with us in the online transaction. And then of course, once they try the process, they never want to go back to doing it the old way. So keeping customers and repeat uh, usage of our product has always been actually a very strong component of the online lending value proposition, but having folks make that first leap of faith, hey, I'm not going to go to my bank first. I'm going to go to an online lender first, uh, you know, has taken some time. But today, about 80% of our customers come to uh, on deck before they go to a traditional bank, which speaks volumes about the adoption of this product. Do you get much pushback from business owners, particularly the ones that skew a little bit older, um, when you tell them that like, hey, you know, we need to connect to your accounting system. We need to see your banking info. We might be looking at your social activities, your, you know, your credit histories, your, like you said, maybe, you know, yep. your, per, your payroll data, you know. So what, 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 what is the pushback that you get and, and how, do you, how do you respond to that? Yeah, it's one of the reasons why we've invested uh, heavily in our human support of, of what is essentially an online process. So we right. have on-deck representatives who are trained to walk business owners through uh, the details of how the process works, the details of what data we access, what we don't access. Um, a lot of the data we only need at the time we're underwriting the loan. We don't need constant access to that data going forward. And, and, you know, occasionally we do uh, lose folks because they don't want to go through the process. They're more comfortable with doing it the, the traditional way. That being said, you know, so much is changing in our society and, and, and this year, especially with COVID about, you know, how folks use online services. And, and I think as small business owners are using, you know, Amazon to order supplies in their personal life and are, are using Apple products and Google products and their kids are using it, um, you know, I think you're seeing an increased willingness to use these online tools in the business context as well. No, just, we just have a couple of minutes left, but I'm, I'm kind of curious, you know, you and I have been talking about, you know, you versus banks on deck versus traditional lending, but are banks really your biggest competitors? I mean, nowadays, you know, you've got PayPal and Square, you've got Walmart, you've got, you know, you know, certain retailers that are offering Sam's Club with Walmart, you know, you know, lines of credit mm -hmm. and credit, you know, ability for their small customers as well. So when you look at the landscape, um, is, it, is it the banks that you consider to be your biggest threat? Or is it you know, other alternative lenders? Yeah, it, it's a great question. And, and, and let me first say that, that choice is a good thing for, for the customer, the small business owner. So, you know, we um, saw some survey data from the Electronic Transaction Association where small business owners, I think it was something like 80 or 90% of them agree that compared to five years ago, they have more choice in where they can obtain financing than they did you know, five years prior. And, and I think it was like 95 or 98% of the small business owners said that was a good thing. So I think that's the most important thing. Competition, you know, forces all of us in the industry to innovate and provide the best product and provide the best service uh, to our customers. And you're absolutely right. Um, the, uh, you know, we refer to them as the sort of payments or closed loop players like Square and PayPal have gotten into this market. Um, obviously banks are in this market, other online lenders like OnDeck are in this market and occasionally you get small business service providers like a Sam's Club who are in this market as well. Um, you know, what we've seen is, uh, and it's very relevant to the time period we're going through now, we saw some of that leading into the global financial crisis back in 2008, 2009. And I think one of the challenges is if lending isn't your core business during a recession, you really do pull back. Whereas, you know, lenders like on deck are really designed to work with customers in a variety of economic conditions. So, 
what we'll have to see is as the, you know, the world has changed this year with COVID and the economic slowdown, you know, how many of the folks who got into the market over the last, you know, five or six years when the economy was really growing and booming, you know, will stay in the market going through to the other side. But for us, you know, we welcome competition. We think we have a very unique, uh, you know, proposition and um, ultimately more choice is good for the customer. So final question, we're obviously, and you, you know, you mentioned, I mean, with COVID around, this has been a very, you know, difficult and challenging year for a lot of businesses. The economic downturn is pretty, is very significant for many. Um, you lend to these businesses and, um, you know, I, I'm curious to see how that impacts and on deck both now and the future. Is it, are you changing your lending practices? Do you feel that, you know, you're more of a risky situation right now moving forward? Should potential small business lenders, uh, borrowers be concerned about online lenders because of the way the economy is? You know, it, it's obviously a very challenging environment, uh, first and foremost, for our customers right now. Um, you know, small business owners, and Gene, I know you're in touch with so many of them. Yeah, it, it's been a very challenging year. If folks were on the ropes before COVID, you know, COVID probably caused them to throw in the towel. And, sure. and you've got a lot of folks who are on the ropes right now and, and looking at a long winter ahead um, and may decide to, to throw in the towel. So I think ultimately what you're seeing is you know, there's a shrinking of the addressable market for um, online lenders because there's a, unfortunately a very challenging set of circumstances for small businesses right now. Now on the positive side, um, you know, in times like this, a lot of people start new businesses as a way to generate income, um, especially when unemployment ticks up as it has or more than ticks up, shoots up as it did this year. So new business starts are up versus last year. And hopefully those businesses in a year or two will be you know, accessible um, and, and making progress and available for online lenders. And also, I think a lot of the businesses that do make it through the next challenging you know, period here um, will need capital in their restart. So what we're focused on right now at OnDeck is trying to identify you know, businesses that have the wherewithal, and, and we don't need the numbers to be perfect right now. We know they're not going to be, but we need to find businesses that have the wherewithal to make it through, um, that are, are sound and safe loans, because making loans to businesses that, that, that can't you know, navigate the current situation doesn't help anyone. And, uh, and, and I think the good news is we're starting to find those businesses as we restart our own lending efforts. And we're very focused on industries and geographies right now where we think, you know, we can make a difference and we can, and the economic conditions are conducive uh, for that industry to flourish uh, in the next six or 12 months. Noah Breslow is the Chief Executive Officer of On Deck, an online financing company that helps small businesses get the funds they need to manage challenges and opportunities and succeed on their own terms at ondeck.com, O-N-D-E-C-K.com. Noah, thank you so much. Great insights and great help and a great education as to how online lending, lending works. For more great podcast episodes from the Paychecks Business Series podcast and other information to help you run your business, please visit paychecks.com forward slash work. That's W-O-R-X. I'm Gene Marks. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again soon. This podcast is property of Paychex Inc., 2020, all rights reserved.